Welcome to BYOB, the Be Your Own Boss podcast, inspiring you to be the CEO of your life. I'm Ellie. And I'm Rianne. Whether you're an entrepreneur or not, bring your own beverage and tune in to BYOB because you don't need a business to be your own boss. Hey, bosses. Welcome back to episode two of the Be Your Own Boss podcast and happy new year. Hello. Hello. We're so excited. Yes. Happy new year. Happy New Year. We're so excited to kick off the new year and today dive in a little bit about New Year's goals, resolutions, what we're looking forward to. But before we get started to kick us off, Rianne, what beverage did you bring today? I love it. So we are starting the new trend, right? We're doing this recurring thing where we bring our own beverage because it's BYOB. And today I have some kombucha which I am super thrilled about because Ellie, I think you also have some kombucha. Is that right? Yes. I was like really in the kombucha mood. And the fact that we both brought the same drinks funny, but what flavor are you and what kind of kombucha are you sipping on today? I'm drinking the Synergy Golden Pineapple. Oh, I don't think I've tried Golden Pineapple. This is actually my first time trying it. It's really good. Yum. Mm -hmm. Synergy is my favorite. That's what I'm drinking as well. Synergy Lemon Berry. Ooh, I don't think I've had that one. Yeah, this is the first time I've had it. And I normally go for <laughs> Strawberry Serenity. That's my favorite. Yes. Um, But I do like lemon berry. It definitely has a tart, lemonade, tart taste that almost kind of reminds me of a sour from a brewery yeah. or something. Right. Yeah. But yes, tonight was definitely kombucha night. I just felt like that was a good move. That's I know. So I was excited. I I was excited when I remembered that I had it in the fridge. And yes, for non-kombucha drinkers, you need to get on kombucha. It's so good. And it's good for you. It's probiotics, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. It is. And I think for me, it was definitely a require an acquired taste. The first few times I liked it, but I didn't really like it. And now I really like it. I enjoy the taste. And it it's a really nice um, like alcoholic beverage alternative, I feel like, too. This mm-hmm. past weekend, we had our family Christmas, and I just didn't feel like really having a drink. Yeah. So I brought kombucha, and I felt like I was sipping on something fancy, but didn't yes. have the alcohol content. So I love kombucha. Nice go-to. It is such a nice go-to. I honestly do that, too, when I'm not feeling an alcoholic beverage. I'll either like – and I'm not a huge pop drinker. And for our Mm -hmm. listeners who are not from the Midwest, (laughs) us Minnesotans call it pop. Uh, You might associate it as soda or Coke, but um, I'm not a pop drinker. So like being able to have like a fun drink that's non-alcoholic and kombucha was just like the perfect medium. And like I said, it's good for you. So I kind of feel like it's almost justified having kombucha because I'm like, it's good for me and it's delicious. (laughs) It is. It is. It has. Oh, normally it says on the bottle. What? it has in it but it says something like billions oh four billion organisms oh that doesn't sound the most (laughs) appetizing but anyway probiotics great for you great for your gut mine at the bottom says nine billion living probiotics oh that's a lot billion with a b folks this is a lot that is a lot this episode is not sponsored (laughs) yeah seriously we both just happen to be drinking it at the same time but but yay for gut health. Okay. Yes. Yay for gut health. And Synergy is the best brand, I will say. Yes. No added sugar, all of the good stuff, none of the bad stuff. Mm-hmm. Very good. But 
so fun, both drinking kombucha. And that is a fun little way that we'll start our episodes is what did you bring? And feel free to share what you are drinking on too on our socials, what you like to bring when you watch our episodes or listen to our episodes. Yes. I love it. I think it's fun. I mean, it goes with the theme. So yes, Mm -hmm. bring your own beverage. And uh, another thing that I I think it would be like good to touch on as well, going into a little bit more about our personal lives is something that has helped us. So either a tip trick or thing that has really helped us elevate our lives because overall we want to be able to help you create more efficient habits to to achieve what you want to do and better your life. So Ellie, do you have a tip trick or thing that has really elevated your life recently? I do. So when you sent me this message of we should do a thing that elevates our life, I thought that was a really great idea. And I spent some time really thinking about what I wanted to do because I have so many things, you know, tricks, tips, and things. Yes, I'm so ready for this. That came to mind. (laughs) And I had so many things that came to my mind, but I think the thing that I settled on is a thing and it's specifically a product. Ooh. So I... Yes, I have had extremely dry skin, especially in Denver. I'm back in Minnesota right now visiting family, but when I'm in Denver, my skin is extra, extra dry. Mm -hmm. And you're also at higher elevation. You're closer to the sun. So (laughs) my thing, the product that has elevated my life is the Ilia Super Serum Skin Tint. Ooh, love. Yes, I just started recently using it and it's really oh, nice yeah yes I love it and I think for a few different reasons but number one I love that it has SPF so it has SPF 40 mm-hmm. and I work next to a window so even though I'm not outside all day gotta get that SPF in yes so, besties get your sun protection please yes yes especially at a higher altitude you're just I don't know it's in skiing things like that I sometimes get burnt my lips sometimes even get burnt so really have to get the SPF in. So I love that. And it's also very hydrating where I don't feel like it's drying my skin out. Um, So that is the product. So the thing right now that I'm loving that has elevated my daily routine for sure. Ooh, I love it. Yes. What about you, Rianne? What is a tip tricker thing that's elevating your life right now? I also have a thing, but before I get into mine, I just want to say that Ellie puts me on to the best stuff. Like anything anything that she has recommended to me, like write this down, folks, because it is it is good. And I have tried the Ilya Skin Tint, like I said, and it is like the perfect winter moisturizing Mm -hmm. um, skin tint, just like the name says. But it's not really like foundation. I would say it's more just like making your skin look like your skin but better so it gives you that like natural glow and I feel like it might be a little bit too much for the summer for me because I'm an oily gal and Mm -hmm. so for us oily skin folks I don't know if it would be a good option but honestly I've been loving it too as well but that's not my thing um the thing that I have that has elevated my life so being from Traveling now from San Diego on business trips and also traveling back and forth to home in Minnesota or wherever else, I have found that packing cubes have been a huge Mm -hmm. lifesaver. And not just like any ordinary packing cubes, the compression packing cubes have just been amazing. So like compression, is that what is that? When you yes, tell me about it. 
So the compression packing cubes, it's like a regular packing cube. You know, you put your stuff in it, but it has an extra zipper that goes all the way around the edge that like seals it in. So it like saves space in your suitcase. And it's so cool. And for me personally, like I like to keep things organized in my suitcase. Like, so like I have one packing cube for like my pajamas or tops and then another one for like my sweatshirts and like jeans or swimsuits, depending on the occasion. And it's so nice to just have everything like right there. And then like compact now, since Mm -hmm. there are like the compression cubes and yeah, they're amazing. It's lovely. You can get them at Target, Walmart, Amazon. Literally, I think their TJ Maxx also has them. So been loving it and it's really saved room in my suitcase. Nice. I have thought about getting packing cubes and I keep not getting them. And then I wish I got them. Oh my I gosh. Think I just need to. This is to your sign. It. This is your I sign. Should. I had the regular packing yes. cubes that were not compression before. And they honestly, like, at first, I thought they were kind of gimmicky because I was like, I don't think they're going to do anything. They're just going to, like, help me organize my suitcase. And my suitcase is already organized. But then it, like, honestly really helped, <laughs> like, where I'm putting things and makes me count how many outfits I'm packing out. So I'm not overpacking, mm-hmm. which honestly still happens. But, you know, it's fine. It, mm-hmm. I like it. It does help. And I feel like it's made traveling a lot easier. That's a good one. I'll have to definitely check those out, especially right now when I pack to come home, packed for two weeks. So Mm -hmm. that would be so helpful just to have a little bit more organization in my suitcase. I broke a claw clip, RIP, my favorite claw clip. (laughs) So I think packing keeps, yeah, just keeps everything together nice and tidy. So that's a good one. That's great. Yes. But highly suggested for an investment. Yeah. I love this. I love this segment of every week we can share something that's elevated our life and I'm excited to check out packing cubes. Yes. I love it. Yes. So tip trick thing. We'll do it every week. Something that Mm -hmm. has helped us elevate our lives because we're always trying to find things that help us elevate and be bosses. And for this week's episode, if we're jumping right into the content, I wanted to so like I texted Ellie and we wanted to come together and share some of our goals for the new year since when we release this episode it will be the new year we're actually recording it in December right now which is super exciting but once it launches it will officially be the new year so happy new year everyone and I think this is a really good time to set aside and talk about goal setting and what is how do you set goals how do you set efficient goals and effective goals and overall how do you just not be overwhelmed by goal setting and why is goal setting such a good thing so i thought we would talk about it today ellie do you want to kick us off or is there anything you want to share before we jump in yeah well i guess i have one question for you before we jump in yes Since it is the new year what are you most excited for Oh my gosh, that is in such a good this question. this new year, as we go, and I'm sure this will come into goals too of, yeah. you know, something to look forward to, something exciting yeah. in the year. So before we kick off our goals, what are you most excited for this year? Oh my gosh, that is such a good question. And honestly, like it makes me reflect on some of the things I want to do and what I want to put forward. Um, I'm really excited. One thing I'm really excited about is seeing how we grow in our podcast community. So um, once we like get things running and have a consistent output of episodes, I'm super excited to see all of the um, outreach and also buy-in that we get from our audience and see how we can continue to grow from there. 
That is exciting. It's a big thing to happen in 2023. I know. It's a good year. I, I can feel it. Yes. It's going to be good. What about you, Oh, Ellie? yeah. It's going to be a good year. I think there's so many things I'm really, really excited about for 2023. So it's hard for me to think of just one because I have a whole list. But I think the thing I'm most excited for is a, in December, December 10th, Jake, my fiance, proposed. <laughs> so Jake... Um, and I are getting married and I'm so excited to be wedding planning. So we probably won't have the wedding until 2024. Okay. So it feels so far away, but 2023, I think is going to be a big year for just planning that and preparing for marriage. So oh. I'm so excited about the wedding, but I'm even more excited to marry him. So I am just, Stop. <laughs> I love it. I'm just gushing over here. Uh, <laughs> So I'm really excited to just plan for our exciting future together with the wedding and beyond that. Yes. So that's one thing I'm really excited about, super excited about the podcast mm -hmm. and just seeing where our passions take us. So true. it'll be a great year. Exactly. Yes. I feel like we're really leaning into what we've wanted to do for a long time. And I think it'll be really exciting to see it all come together. Yes, definitely. But yay, I'm it's so fun to talk about, you know, what what everyone's most excited for. So share yeah. with us on our Instagram. We're doing an Instagram poll of what you are most excited for in 2023. So we want to hear what you're most excited about and share all the fun things in the community of what everyone has going on this year. But to get started, now that we know what we're most excited about, and one of them being the podcast is really talking about goals. And I know one thing that is interesting as we talk about a new year, fresh start, is goals and resolutions. And some people set new year resolutions and some people set goals. What's the difference? How do they feel different? So mm -hmm. Rian, I'm curious of, you know, what is your take on a goal versus a resolution or if you kind of view them in the same light? Oh, yeah, that's, I love that question because I feel like during this time, everyone is setting resolutions or they're saying things that they want to do for the new year, which I love it because it's like it, people are taking that intentional time to want to do something to better their lives. And I think that's really powerful to even like come to that point. So kudos to you if you are brainstorming your resolution or if you're on this episode and you want to learn more about goal setting. We're so glad that, you, that you're here. I want to say that before jumping into goal setting, I feel like sometimes goal setting can be a little intimidating. And whether that is like just the, whether there is some sort of like a reservation about getting to that point or the anxiety of having to set a goal might seem a little overwhelming. I think, I think we'll be able to share some tips to be able to help you take mm -hmm. off some of that load. Like we don't want goal setting to be overwhelming. I think it's a really good practice to get in the habit of. And I think we're going to talk a lot about like how you can make it fun and how you can make it exciting. But mm -hmm. yes, I think the difference between a goal and a resolution though, I feel like they have the same intentions behind them, right? When you're setting a goal, you are mindfully telling yourself that like you want to be able to achieve something. 
the difference I feel like with, between a goal and resolution is that with resolutions, at least uh, from what I've seen socially, is like people set resolutions at the very beginning of a new year or beginning of a phase and they can intentionally carry it out. But most people, I feel like some people like either forget or life gets too busy, which is totally normal. And they often forget about that resolution or forget to intentionally apply it once the year goes on. And that's not a bad thing, but I feel like if you apply resolutions in the same aspect of how you would set goals, they're much more attainable, much more task-focused, and you're more, more likely to be able to achieve whatever it is that you want to mm -hmm. achieve. Um, so I think the intentionality is there behind resolutions, but obviously we want to be able to help you carry that more into your life rather than just having a surface-level resolution that you're setting and not following through till the end of the year or all the way through that goal, right? Mm -hmm. Is that is that what you kind of feel when you hear resolutions versus goals, Ellie? Yeah, I think so. And one thing that kind of came to my mind is I remember growing up, we my family would always host a New Year's Eve get-together, and we'd write down three resolutions and put them in an envelope, and then the next New Year's Eve, we'd open it and everyone would read their resolutions. Oh my gosh. And <laughs> that would make like, me sweat. Oh, I know. So I guess in some form, maybe that's accountability. But by that yeah. point, I was kind of like, I don't even remember what I put in that envelope. Oh my goodness. But for me, in my the way I view goals and resolutions is I view a resolution as something to change mm -hmm. where maybe it's so you know something in your life that you that you want to change where to me a goal is something you want to achieve true yeah so even though they're very similar things i like the the idea of a goal in achieving something and not feeling like i have to change something i so, love that yeah so for me i i definitely lean more towards the goal side and thinking of goals that I have for the new year, but I kind of have a different system in how I approach the new year Ooh. with goals and, and different things. So I'd say I don't really set a resolution. Like I said, every year we'd open the envelope and I don't think I ever <laughs> really did the things. And I know that one year I think I wrote like a 5k, so that is a goal, but yeah. Um, so I think like you said, though, it's really the intention and in, in finding a path to get to whatever you want to achieve, or maybe it is a change. Right. But at the end of the day, that is achieving something by changing a habit or starting mm -hmm. a new habit. But yes, so I love that. I'm excited to hear your system. I'm, I think like it's going to be really good to hear what are like some of the ways that work best for you and for me, but also like hear that, that people are different and that you don't mm -hmm. necessarily need to follow just like one path and if setting resolutions work for you if tucking something away in an envelope works best for you and opening at the end of the year to reveal that resolution awesome you know we're not trying to like tell you that if one thing works for us this is the thing that you have to do right so um I think it'll be really fun to hear what we both have for like goal setting and our tips so I'm excited mm -hmm. to hear your system Ellie I don't think I've ever heard this before Okay. Well, I'll tell you about my system. So <laughs> I, I've always set goals and I've transparently had a hard time sometimes following through and just the accountability with that you have to hold in yourself Yeah, and figuring out, you know, 
sometimes I feel like when I set a goal for the year, it just has a lot of weight and pressure on it. So one thing that I found for me is setting a word for the year. Mm. So I got this idea from Jenna Kutcher. So all thanks and credit to Jenna for this. I love her podcast and love her and have gained so many incredible things from her. So she sets a word every year. And I thought that was a really good idea because for me, it's a guiding word of how Mm -hmm. I want to feel or what I want to do in the next year. So the word that I have guiding me for 2023 is vibrant. Ooh. And if you define vibrant, it's the state of being full of energy and life. So in 2023, I want to feel vibrant. I want to feel full of energy and life. And I think there are goals that I have that align with that. Like one example is I really want to get better about building a morning routine and sticking to it. Because when I do that, I wake up and I have a vibrant day. I feel more energetic and I feel full of life and I don't feel tired and slumpy, Mm. just rolling out of bed and getting right to my day. But what can I do to have an effective morning where I feel energetic the rest of the day? So for me, I have a guiding word where I make choices and build habits that create that feeling of vibrance. I love that. So another thing that I really think of with that is I work from home and sometimes it's hard to not feel like Groundhog's Day. Yeah. Where Mm -hmm. you kind of get stuck in, oh, I, you know, I work in my bedroom. So I wake up, there's my desk and I work and I go to bed, there's my desk. Yeah. So creating vibrant moments throughout the day of what can I do throughout my day to give me energy in life. So I do have some specific goals within that but I for me what I find helps me follow through is having a word to fall you know a feeling a word that guides me through my year yeah I want to be I love that way of doing it because not only does it help you reflect on how it applies to your own goals but it also like like centers you like Mm -hmm. realigns you with your values of what you are trying to do so that intent going back to that intention piece of goal setting I love that setting a word it's something simple you can write it on a wall or on a post-it not don't write directly on your walls that's a good (laughs) idea but put it on a post-it or something like get a whiteboard write it on your whiteboard and it's just like a daily reminder of like what you want to align yourself with Mm -hmm. that's such a good idea Yeah. And it's, I think of why for me, it's sometimes it's hard to follow through on goals when I don't have a why behind that. Yes. And for my morning routine, I know that the days that I get up and do a meditation or go on a walk, go to a yoga class, I have a better day and I feel better about myself and about my day. So for me, the why I want to feel vibrant because you've, for me, at least I feel better about myself. I feel better about my day. I'm more productive. So I like having that word to kind of create your why of why are you wanting to do this goal? So yes, that's my system, but I'm curious to hear yours. And if you do want to share any specific goals that you have for 2023. Yeah, I don't have it necessarily a system, I would call it. I think Um, I think what mine is, is just like thinking back to what I need to do. I guess my system is more so like creating a routine around the goal 
mm-hmm. and have that established consistency and repetition to be really be able to like internalize it. And just going back to our conversation, I think that's like also a main difference between a goal and a resolution, because I feel like with most resolutions, you don't have like tactics about how you're going to carry it through. It's more like, oh, I want to run a 5K and this is something I want to do. I guess like in that example, you can have tactics of like, I'm going to train and do this. But um, most of the most of the time, I don't feel like there is that like uh, step by step to like help you get there, like little check, mm-hmm. little check points to help you get there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like what, like what is attainable? What is like measurable? Yeah, all of those things. And I feel like with me and how I like to segment my goals is breaking them down into, let's say if I write down five big goals, like what are like the little tactics underneath each of them to help me get there? Like what's mm-hmm. a step to get there? And um, so one of my goals, for example, is I really want to buy a house next year that is so exciting it's huge huge. it's really kind of overwhelming when I talk about it because in San Diego the housing market is crazy and the housing prices are just like ridiculous Um, but I'm starting my research now so like that's one of like the little like steps to get there and so like my goal is to save enough money to buy a house and if even if the housing market's bad and nothing comes up, I still have this much money saved. So that's my goal is to save. I have written down, I want to save at least $25,000 by August. So that's something that's measurable. It's timely. It's something that I have like a deadline on. Um, and it's something that I can like track every month to see like, okay, is am I meeting my goal? Am I getting there? Am I doing the the like steps to be able to help fund or I guess help fuel or achieve what I want to do. So if anybody out there has any tips for first-time home buyers and uh, how to go about the whole mortgage system, let me know because your girl is going to need the help. (laughs) (laughs) That's really exciting. That's an awesome goal. And it's, like you said, just having that detail in creating the goal so you have you know what to create for your path and your stepping stones along the way but Mm -hmm. that's really exciting yes absolutely yeah so I'm putting forward that goal and hopefully we'll be able to do the steps to get there but I think like um, one of the things that helps me the most and it goes along with my routine and my system is writing it down So Mm -hmm. when I'm having my goals, I either write them down on my phone or write them down on a piece of paper and I have it posted up on my whiteboard or like written on a whiteboard in general. And I think writing it down really helps you visualize that goal. So when when I write it down, at least it's like I'm picturing myself going through the steps. And then I also picture myself like achieving that goal and what it looks like. And it's kind of like it is actually a uh, method of manifestation being able to like imagine yourself achieving that and imagine yourself living the life that you would want to live so I feel like it really helps for me to visualize my goal Mm -hmm. and how it's gonna take to get me there and what it looks like when I actually get there so now then it actually energizes me and gets me excited about those goals and makes me want to do them even more right so for sure yeah and that's awesome and I think that's a a perfect you're finding that blend of the work and the manifestation of obviously you have to work hard to make your goals happen but when you visualize them gives you a taste of it especially for visual people I'm also a visual learner and just someone who appreciates 
visuals in goal setting. And when you can see it and you can feel it and really internalize it, it makes you even, you know, want to work harder yes. for your for your goals. But right. Yeah. Internalize it. Align it with like what your values are and like reflect to see if it's like what you want to do. Um, and I think another part of my routine is not only does writing it down and visualizing helps, it also really helps to create that consistency. So like I said, mm-hmm. that routine and what helps with that consistency is if you have a reward system behind it. So I sent a video, I sent a TikTok to Ellie today that um, that was such a cute idea. I just have to talk about it that like um, somebody wrote down their goal on a little piece of paper and I think they like either taped it around like a mini champagne bottle or something, but it was like when I run a 5k, like pop the champagne and it was like a little celebratory thing that they did till when they achieved that goal. And I was like, what a fun reward system to be able to like remind yourself, this is my goal and I get to do something fun when I get there. So yeah, I, th- I just thought that was such a good idea. And what I like to do is like, you know, you can like treat yourself. You If you like worked out for a certain amount of time, you can buy yourself like a nice outfit or a, a new yoga set or something. Um, but I like to create some sort of like a reward system. This way it's like entices mm-hmm. me to like achieve that goal. Um, and it like tricks my, my mind into you know, believing that like, this is not a bad process, which most of the time is not, but sometimes life gets busy and you can get a little bit tedious. So, um, just being able to have that reward system to stay on track and also Mm -hmm. entice and energize me, I feel like is really important. For sure. I think celebration in the small wins and the big wins is something that keeps you going. And also a piece of accountability where you feel like you're rewarding yourself or even celebrating yourself, whether it be with a mini bottle of champagne, a new outfit, or even something that you enjoy where, you know, going to a coffee shop and walking around or going to the library, treating yourself to a little day or something, whatever you look forward to having those little celebrations for yourself to look forward to, because as cliche as it is, it's the journey and not just the destination. (laughs) Yes. Trust the process. Yeah, it really is. That's that's such a good tip. And yeah, do you have any other goals or things that you're working to do in 2023 or tips for getting those goals met? I do have some goals. um, And so I I have six goals written down, actually. Yeah, I threw a fun one at the end there just to spice it up a little bit. Um, But Yeah. So aside from saving up to buy a house, some of my other goals are to seek out new business opportunities at work. And for example, I think I want to be able to work towards getting promoted as an associate business consultant. And we haven't really explained a little bit about ourselves, Ellie. So um, I guess I'll take a little bit of time to explain my nine to five outside of the podcast. So I work in the financial industry as a product consultant. And what I do is I support financial advisors in helping them select the best product for their clients and narrowing down what solution is going to be the best for them in different scenarios. So it's been a really rewarding field. I've gotten in it ever since I graduated from college. And I actually graduated from graduated with a communication studies degree um, but I feel like sales and communication kind of goes hand in hand mm-hmm. um, but I've loved it ever since I love the competitive environment and I like learning new things every day and I hope that in this new year I'll be able to 
elevate that one step further and move into more of a consulting role rather than a product specialist role for financial consultants or for financial professionals. So mm-hmm. I'm excited about that. And um, another one of my goals is to record 50 episodes of the podcast, which I think we'll be able to do. But yes. I'm so excited for Love it. Love it. Yes. And it'll be fun to like look back on how far we come. But anyway, um, my next goal is to establish a consistent gratitude practice. So this one is Ooh, more about like, one. yeah, more about just like being um, mentally focused more on my inner self because I feel like personal goals are also really important besides besides career goals as well because it's like you can't really focus on yourself or you can't focus on your career without focusing on yourself so um, I want to yeah I want to be able to establish a consistent gratitude practice um, whether that's keeping track of what I'm grateful for throughout the week on my notes app or like journaling them writing them down Um, currently I'm keeping track of them. I post them on Instagram. I gather 10 things that I love every single week, 10 beautiful moments every single week. And I post it on Instagram and that has actually helped me be really like kept me accountable to like do, do it as a gratitude practice. So, um, I think we'll talk a little bit about accountability partners, but yes, that's one of my Mm -hmm. goals is to establish another consistent gratitude practice. Um, and then I also want to read 15 books this year or this next year. Nice. Those are great goals. And that's so true when you said that it's a mix of professional and personal. And Mm -hmm. in order to be our best selves in both, you know, your professional life and your personal life, you have to fill your own cup and figure out how you can be your strongest and best self. So that is awesome. I wrote down the gratitude practice one as well. I think that's something that when you seek gratitude, it comes to you without looking. You know, if you are actively thinking, what am I grateful for? You'll find moments throughout the day of even in the mundane of being like, wow, I'm so grateful for this. I'm so grateful for that. And it really helps with uh, staying positive, especially sometimes in the hard times. So Mm -hmm, I wrote that down. And I know I mentioned wanting to do having that consistent morning routine because that makes me feel vibrant. Yes. And part of that is a gratitude practice. Love it. I love doing that. Sometimes I end my day with it too, of just five things you're grateful for. Yeah. But uh, your Instagram post, when you post it, I think you normally do it on Sundays. Yes. And I always look for it and I love <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I love seeing it because it's fun to see, you know, what you're up to, but also who doesn't love seeing the happiness in someone's week? Yeah. It's just, a, it's a happy post. So yeah, it's nice to just like reflect on it. And like you said, like sometimes it's just nice to center yourself um, mm-hmm. because even though it probably was a really hard day or something happened, there are still like really beautiful moments within it. And uh, that's not me promoting toxic positivity, positivity in any sense, but I'm just saying that like, sometimes it's easy to get caught up in other things, but um, mm-hmm. finding the gratitude can help us be more mindful definitely I remember their days I love journaling so often journal and Mm. I will sometimes have a rough day where I think to myself what am I grateful for today yeah I had a lot of tough conversations and people are frustrated with me at work and whatever and I think to myself I'm grateful that I'm in my cozy bed right now yes (laughs) honestly such a small things yes even if it's just the fact that you're you have a cozy bed or 
I was sipping a cup of tea, the smallest things where you can, like you said, not being having that toxic positivity, but if you want to find yourself shifting your mindset, I know for me, it's like, I need to get out of the slump mm-hmm. and that's fine. I, you know, you let yourself kind of be in a slump, but you want to shift your mindset at some point maybe. And that always helps me of what can I find in this day, even if it's sitting in my cozy bed. Yeah, totally. I love that. Well, that is, those are some of my goals that I have set for 2023. And um, I think it'll be, what I'm going to do is write them down or we could, Ellie, we could even like do like a little virtual, like um, what's that called? The vision board. Like when you put together a little vision board, you can do that too. And I know that you could do it digitally. So whatever works for you, but I recommend writing your goals down in some way, shape or form. This way it reminds you Mm -hmm. of what you want to do. But Ellie, what are some of your other goals? I want to hear about them too. Yes. So like I said, what I really think about is a word that I want to guide me through the year. And this year with it being vibrant, big thing I want to focus on is morning routine, like I said, because I think having solid habits and foundational habits goes into the rest of your life. And when you set yourself up for success, even in the small ways, it impacts you in large ways. Mm -hmm. So for me, morning routine, what that looks like or what I envision is having some mindfulness, whether it be journaling or meditation practice, even if it's five minutes, having that, getting moving, whether it be a yoga class or a walk around the block. Um, yes. So something to wake up my mind, wake up my body. And then I love drinking a warm beverage in the morning. I think that's really cozy. I don't always drink coffee. Um, sometimes I can't handle caffeine well. So <laughs> I really like having either some hot lemon or warm lemon water mm-hmm. or bone broth. I love bone broth. So having that in the morning and then um, just all, all overall, just having time for myself before I get right into my work day. Yes, before the emails. Because Yes. It's like, there's so many days where I wake up and I go straight to my emails Yes, and I just want to make sure that I have time to wake up my mind, wake up my body and do something for myself before I jump straight into outlook. Right. Exactly. That's a huge one for me is really finding one that works for me and sticking and sticking to it, having that consistency because I know I'll feel vibrant. I love it. Second thing is working on developing hobbies. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me more about that. I know that sounds really silly, but I really want moving to a new place, like moving to Denver. I'm away from my immediate family. Mm -hmm. When I was in Minneapolis, I moved from Minneapolis to Denver. When I was in Minneapolis, had two jobs. So my full-time job and then worked at a wine bar, Mm -hmm. which was so fun. I loved working there. But now I have so much more time because, you know, I don't have my family as close. I'm making new friends mm-hmm. and have one job that I'm focusing on. So I really want to work on not just filling my time to be busy because I feel like sometimes I find worth in busyness, but I want to work on hobbies mm-hmm. and what I can do to grow within myself without just feeling like I need a busy and full plate. So I'm learning how to ski. Oh, love. 
So that's been really fun. And that's a hobby I'm working on. Podcasting, super excited about that. And just a fun creative outlet and so fun to be able to talk together. And I'm excited about that. And then reading, I've been loving reading and I feel like I used to like reading and then in school, you know, you read so many books through school that I'm like, oh, I hate reading, (laughs) but I really enjoyed reading. Um, So anyway, overall, just really focusing on hobbies because I think, like I said, when you fill yourself up personally, it goes to all areas of your life. It does. I love that. And like, it's a fun little thing to do after work. And I know for for some people, it's like their work is their hobby. They like what they do and they mm-hmm. like to be able to spend time doing that and it fills their cup that way. But it's also healthy to look for other other facets of where you're pouring in, in um, especially if it's going to your identity and hobbies have a really good way of doing that. And um, it helps us to like be increasingly curious about what's out there and what we can do more of. Definitely. I think we're both very curious people. And I know for me, when I am learning new things, that's really exciting. I love feeling like I'm new things and growing. So hobbies are a great way to do that. Yes. So I'm really excited about focusing on those things and feeling okay with that. Like, yeah. I also think ballroom dancing would be really fun to try or aerial. Oh my gosh. Yes. That would be fun. Yeah. So I, I do have to do a little bit more research in for those two things of like where I can find that. But I think it's okay to put time into something that is fun. Like it doesn't need to progress you career-wise or you don't need to have a benefit from something other than you just having fun. Yeah. Good old-fashioned fun. Like when you're six six years old, like running a lemonade stand or something. Oh my gosh, yes. So I'm excited about that. Um, Otherwise, just overall, I have, like I said before, creating vibrant moments in the day-to-day and really spicing up life, even Mm. working from home. And what does that look like for you? Yeah, I think I'm trying to figure that out because a lot of times I like to work in a coffee shop because then you're surrounded by others and you get to talk to people. And um, I love just getting energy from others, even if we're not talking, just being in the same place and can kind of feed off the energy. So I think I need to figure out what does that look like of creating vibrant moments that doesn't always mean going to a coffee shop or spending money, but maybe it's like walking around the block more, like just taking 10 minutes to walk around and go to the park or um, I like cooking. So just finding a new recipe to cook or so things that it's not always feeling like you need to spend money or do something crazy. Yeah. But just thinking of what can I do for myself today that will make me happy. Yeah. I love it. Um, yeah. So that's something I need to make that a little bit more specific, but I think what I, what really guides me is I think about how do I envision my future self? What do I want to feel like? What do I want to do? And then every day this, you know, it's definitely harder than it sounds, but every day wake up and make the choices that I see my future self doing. Mm, So my future self isn't going to roll out of bed and go straight to work. My future self is going to wake up, give myself an hour of time 
to do your morning routine, whatever, and deciding every day, like, how do I want to feel? And I know I need to make these choices to get there. I love that. So So intentional. I think that's a great way of doing it. And you have your word to guide you as well when you're making decisions. Like if you're in between like A or B to do something, you can ask yourself like, okay, which one helps me align with my word? Exactly. And I think for me, that's almost a source of, I know you need internal accountability, but also just having that word and almost using your future self as your external accountability in a way of thinking, Mm. I know I know atomic habits, atomic habits. Yes. About 1% James Clear. Yes. It talks about even just being 1% better because everything compounds over time. So what decision can I make today that will benefit me tomorrow? And it just compounds. So, oh my God, that's what I'm going for. But I do think, I know for me in the past of when I've had goals is just accountability is a big thing for me Mm -hmm. and having that not just within myself, but with external accountability. And I think that's a huge way that people, if you do find that you like, like I do align really well with having external accountability outside of yourself, finding ways that you can do that. And I'm curious if you have any like tips or things that you do for accountability for your goals. Yeah. I think I love what you said about accountability because I think it it looks different for people what their goal setting is like. But um, like I said before, like creating that consistency and also having it aligned with like what you want to do and how it makes you feel will be able to help you get there. Um, so the internal accountability, like you talked about, intuition is so strong. Follow your gut. If it's aligning with what you are feeling and how it makes you feel, go for it. But some other accountability habits that I like to establish is um, having someone to like vocalize those goals too. Because when you're vocalizing those goals, like I mentioned earlier, it helps you visualize them. And it also like when you're telling somebody about them, whether it's your partner, your mom, or um, your mentor, it honestly like helps having someone to be able to like keep you in check and also just Mm -hmm. like keep you when you're I feel like when you especially when you tell somebody about something it's like you want to do it more do you feel that way like I feel like when I tell somebody I'm going to do something it's like oh my gosh now somebody else knows and now of course I have to do that because they know (laughs) so sure yeah you're keeping yourself accountable that way um and also having an accountability partner that um first of all if you do get an accountability partner I highly suggest like having someone who um is experienced with what you are trying to achieve or like if you're kind of in similar phases of life because then you can have like really nourishing conversations about them rather than just having someone who might not understand and they might not motivate you in the way that you need so having an accountability partner that motivates you that helps you visualize things and helps keeps you in line Mm -hmm. is something that has worked really well for me yeah and someone who wants the best for you like yes. they're on your team because <laughs> yeah, like, they want to support you. <laughs> yeah, which you know, hopefully that is everyone close to you in life, but someone who you know, like they really want this for you too. They want you to succeed, they want the best for you, and they're not afraid to maybe give tough love if you ask for that. Exactly. You yeah. Know, if you're off a little bit. Yeah, I think that's such great advice. And honestly, like another way to keep yourself accountable is using, I've been using my phone 
for like reminders and stuff. So when you're like getting close, let's say if you're setting like annual goals, maybe it's like nice to do monthly check-ins. So like Mm -hmm. set on your phone a reminder of let's say on every Monday or like the last Sunday of every month, you can have a little check-in with yourself to see if you're meeting those goals, if you're like on the right track. Um, And using technology, I feel like is a great way, a very underutilized way maybe of how you can set reminders to make your habits more consistent. Yes. I think the, the monthly check-in or whatever, quarterly, whatever it is, is a really good point too. In we talk about, you know, be your own boss. And at least I know in our work, we have your monthly reviews, your quarterly or year-end reviews. And that can be something you bring into your personal life too, is what, you know, taking kind of inventory or a review of what's going well, what's not going well, and allowing yourself to adjust. Yes. All about finding what works for you and not feeling like you have to do something that works for someone else, but you can allow yourself to adjust and to be honest with yourself too. Mm -hmm of what's going well, what's not, what do you want to work on? What are you loving? Taking so that good. time to, you know, be your own boss and do your, do your review. Yes. Be your own boss. Do your own annual or monthly or quarterly <laughs> yes. review. I love that. Snaps, snaps for that. That's so, so good. <laughs> that reminds me of a few Christmases ago, my mom gave me a planner. I think it was called Leaders in Heels mm. Planner. And it was an undated planner, which I thought was really cool. So you can start it whenever you're not tied down to the 2023 year or whatever it is. Yeah. And at the end of each month, it had a short like monthly review. And then at the end of each quarter, it had a quarterly review where it asked you questions like different Dang. areas of your life where we kind of talk about the eight pillars of wellness of financial, yeah. occupational, emotional, mm-hmm. and in different areas of your life, it had you rate it and then talk about what's going well and what's not. And I know that sounds kind of intense. That's really cool. But for me, at least, I really enjoyed the accountability where I knew in this review, like I will be intentional about doing this review so that I don't just say I want to make changes, but I'm actually working towards making changes. So I don't know. I feel like I'm kind of type A where I like that type of thing, but I understand how (laughs) that's not for everyone. But yes, honestly, it's it's a good thing though to put into practice to start like creating the habit. So you hear, you heard it here, folks, like have something to automate the process, whether you have a little questionnaire at the end of each month, whether you're setting a reminder for yourself to check in with those goals, or whether you have somebody who is very supportive of your goals and knows experiences that you've been through to be able to keep you on track and see if you are aligning yourself with the goals that you want to achieve. Definitely. And I think Rianne, for us, I think it could be kind of fun fun to do maybe a quarterly check-in on the podcast oh where it's talk about now we have like yeah now our listeners are accountability partners <laughs> yeah I think that could be interesting but anyway. I think so too I think it would be fun to have people share their goals like you said like share on social like what their goals are on our Facebook page and we can like have a little uh celebration party of whenever like someone reaches a goal that'd be so fun and I think knowing that you're in it together with someone is makes it 
way more manageable and more fun. I know totally. I am in a few Facebook groups for different things and like even one is just a um, like home decor Facebook group. So very random things. <laughs> I love that. But you can post, you know, someone's redoing their kitchen or their bedroom or their office and you can get ideas from them. And that's maybe for someone who's hoping to do a home renovation. That's a source of community where they feel like they have people to turn to, ask questions, um, in a way, accountability. And I think community is everything. And if we can be mm. that space of community for inspiration, accountability, that's great. Yes. We want to set you up for success. We want you to be bosses and achieve the things that you want to do. Before we wrap up, I think maybe a good thing to go over for our listeners. Um, I feel like for you and me, Ellie, goal setting might come easily, but I feel like at one point it did not. So I want to hear if you have any advice for people who feel intimidated with goal setting and who might just be getting started. Um, what do you have? What like what are some of the tips that you have to say outside mm -hmm. of what we mentioned for somebody who um, might be struggling with goal setting? Yeah, that's a good question. I would say that even now, I think when I think back about goal setting and it coming easy to me or not, I feel like it's not. Mm -hmm. And at certain points in life, maybe it was easier than others, but I find that for me at this point in time, it's been hard. Like, and that's why I think this, having this word is something that works for me and finding yeah. a system that works for you Yeah, where I know smart goals is a big thing and figuring out something that works for you because for me, I know it's it's having this guiding word and knowing what my future self looks like and feels like that visual, like we talk about, we're both kind of visual of having that visual and making breaking it down into bite-sized pieces of maybe it's day by day, maybe it's hour by hour, but thinking to myself, what are actions to get there in mm -hmm. these small steps, the stepping stones to get there. So I think it is an overwhelming thing sometimes, especially when you have a big goal or a big change or something big you want to achieve. But for me, I think the thing that helps me is being realistic with myself mm. and yeah. what truly motivates me. What is my why? Why do I want to do this? You know, if you want to do something only because you want to like fit into jeans from two years ago, <laughs> I feel like that's, you know, that's yes. not an exciting why. Of That's like you don't appreciate where you are now in a way. I'm not sure. But yeah. for me, the feeling of vibrance of like, I want to feel this way. And um, I think having that why is extra motivation to get there. And just being realistic of creating a path to mm -hmm. of what's the path to get there. And like you said, with saving to those milestones, those stepping stones. Yeah. But at the end of the day, for me, at least, I think it all came down to being realistic from that, what's my bite-sized piece path to get yes, there? Right. And um the accountability internally and externally. Yeah. So I definitely don't think goal setting is easy, but I've figured out ways that I can um just systems that work for me that might yeah. work for everybody. But what about you? That was a really good question. Yeah. I, <laughs> no, I feel was... like 
Yeah, I feel like, uh, you know, it's something good for us to mention, too, because I feel like there's people in different walks of life and um, who want to be here for a reason. So I want to be able to, like, see what people are where I want to be able to meet people where they're at. And I love your advice about keeping your values at the forefront of your mind, because if your goals are not motivating you, you need to like sit down with yourself to ask, really ask, like, what is motivating me? Like, what is something that I enjoy? Why is this goal or why is this thing that I am setting out to do not align with like my internal motivation and my intuition? Mm-hmm. And I feel like that might be easier said than done. Um, But I also feel like you really know when you are like not motivated to do something, you have this like internal instinct that's like, I don't really want to do it. And then that's why like goals don't fall through. They don't come to fruition because it's like you weren't even motivated to do it in the first Mm -hmm. place. So um, for me, yeah, spending the time to really reflect on like, is this what I want to do? And it's okay if goals change because we are humans who are going to be going through different processes and it's okay to learn things and shift from them um so i think we need to allow ourselves that room to be able to like grow and be flexible as well um but yeah i think for people who might struggle or who might find goal setting to be difficult find things that motivate you and also create an efficient system for yourself like ellie mentioned find what works for you and Um, also don't look at the end goal. Like don't look at like the big picture and focus on the next step. Focus on like the thing that you have to do Mm -hmm. next in order to get there, because you can't just like skip when you're on a hike, you can't just like skip to the end of the trail and call it a day. No, it's like, you have to like work on one foot in front of another and that's how you're going to get there. Yes. And I think that's such a good point of that's when, uh, it may get hard. Mm-hmm. feeling like you don't want to show up the next day yes. to do it I know that's tough for me that's where yeah that's where your accountability partners come exactly. in that's where you need a little bit of that motivation phone a friend yes yes for sure and I think <laughs> just tangible action items from that too one thing that's that's helped me in like my morning routine is setting out my outfit the night before yes and filling up my water bottle for my walk like thinking to my my future self the next day of like what will set me up for success in a better way. And um, this is kind of random and very bizarre, but <laughs> I have a TV that I keep in my closet. Have I told you about my closet TV? I don't know, <laughs> but now I'm intrigued. Okay. So my bedroom, I do have a TV, but I keep it in my closet. So like I keep the TV in its box in my closet so that if I really want to watch TV, I just take it out of its box and plug it in. So it's like super easy. It takes 20 seconds, but (laughs) it keeps me from just watching TV every night before bed. Mm. So making it harder for myself to maybe do a habit I don't want to do. But then if I really like want to have a movie night or something, I take my TV out. Oh my gosh. What a good idea. Out of sight, out of mind. Exactly. Exactly. So it's like finding systems that either whatever habit you're trying to build, either make it easier. So putting your clothes out or make it harder. Like if you're trying to get to bed early and you are watching TV, put your TV in your closet. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I love it. It's just, yeah, things that work for you that can help with either, yeah, changing a habit or creating a new one. So 
anyway very random but closet TV but hey works if me. it works yeah exactly <laughs> if it works for you then you do your thing yeah but yeah those are great tips I'm excited oh to hear other people's tips and and what their goals are and I think to speak them into existence mm-hmm. is the first step and to work towards them each day totally write them down year. write them yeah. down it's gonna help so much Yes, in a vision board, like you said earlier, I love making them on Canva. Ooh, Some vision boards on Canva. So yes, digital vision board. Yeah, can and making it your background, like your screensaver. Just finding yeah. whatever works for you. Put it front of mind. Yeah, it could be a cute little gathering for you and your friends. Like, oh, imagine yeah. if somebody, like, if everyone brought like a snack or like a dish to share, and then you came together and like made your vision boards for twenty twenty three. That'd be so fun. How fun! What a fun group activity. Okay, that would be. Really Please post fun. pictures and tag us in it if you. Do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, that's so fun. Especially sometimes the night in, just hanging out, put your cozies on. It's just what you need. I love it. Well, I think we covered a lot of ground in this episode in terms of goal setting and tips for goal setting. Is there anything else that you want to share that we didn't touch on? I don't think so. I think um, I have an affirmation for us. If you have an affirmation for us, yeah, to wrap it up. I love it. Yes. If but do you have anything else? No, that was it. I'm really glad that we went through this. I think this will be, this was at least like super helpful for me even to just like talk about my goals and like Mm -hmm. set them up for the new year. So we hope that you take something away from this message as well, or even just feel energized to um, set some goals for yourself. Definitely. And I think for me, affirmations and like we talked about some manifestations, Jenna Mm -hmm. Kutcher says where the woo meets the work. Love. And I think that's a great way to put it. So I found an affirmation that I think is a great one for the new year. And so we have this affirmation to leave you with today. And as Rian said in the first episode, you can repeat it back to yourself, internalize it, think it through, but it is, I am capable. I have all the tools that I need to navigate through any obstacles that may arise. I can ask for help and I am well-equipped to face challenges. Mm. When we speak kindly to ourselves and we tell ourselves that we can do it and we have that positive self-talk, that really shows we're on our own team and we can make it happen. And I think that affirmation is a great one to, to take into 2023 in that we are capable. We have what we need. We have the tools. We can ask for help. And you can't do everything alone. I thought that was a beautiful affirmation to start the year. Yes, I love that. That is so nice. I am capable. I feel like that's something that we don't repeat to ourselves enough. So really internalize that, bosses, because we are capable. Yes, we are. And we're going to have a great year. Oh, I'm so excited. Well, should we tell them where they could find us and connect with us? Yes, you can find us on our Instagram at Be Your Own Boss Podcast. And feel free to follow along and tell us what you want to hear, what you want to see. We're excited, as we've said so many times, to just build a community and be able to interact. So you can find us there or find us on Facebook at Be Your Own Boss Podcast Community, where you can chat with us there and um, yeah, just hear some fun updates. 
I love it. So that's where you can find us on social. We would love if you can give us a follow because we, like I said, want, or as Ellie said, want to grow that community with you all. And uh, we also really value your feedback as well. So we want your input on what content you want to see. What is something that would be most relevant relevant and applicable for you, especially since we are going into the new year. People have this fresh energy and we want to be able to create content that matters most to you. And that's also relevant in your life. So um, feel free to follow us on Facebook, like Ellie said, and also leave us a review better improve our podcast. But yes, I think that was it for our second episode. Yay. Well, happy new year, everyone. And we're so excited to hang out with you in the new year. Bye, bosses. Bye, bosses. See you soon. <laughs>